Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 20 years of lived experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Becchione. Welcome to today's episode. Hello, it's Jen Wisdall, guest host for FASD Hope podcast, bringing awareness, information, and inspiration to those whose lives are touched by FASD. I am so excited to be hosting today with our fabulous Natalie Vecchione, host of FASD Hope for her two-year podversary on October 1st. So Natalie, let's talk about this. What brought you from being a parent to a parent advocate? What was the aha moment from you? Oh, before we start talking, like Please. I, yeah. I, I'm like chomping at the bit, just like I want to say, woohoo, Jen's guest host, woohoo, gonna throw <laughs> that in there. The reason why everyone, the reason why Jen is guest host today is because she is the most frequent guest I've had on FASD Hope. So she should actually be a co-host, but <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. So my story, what I, when I went and, and I love that you asked that question because I asked that question to almost all of our parent advocates on FASD Hope. Um, when did I go from parent to parent advocate? So to be honest, and, and our son is totally, um, comfortable with us sharing this. And we've shared this before uh, because he does not want other kids to have to have waited so long for their diagnosis as long as, you know, we waited for his. Um, when our son was hospitalized, that's when I was the most broken. And that's when I didn't know what to do. I was, I was shattered. And um, I, I feel like that's when God put it in me to say, okay, you're going to grow from this and you're actually going to use this to serve me and to help others. So I didn't, at the time I was a blubbery mess, so I didn't really know that, but you know, our son was discharged and it took us a while to find our groove and it took us a while to find the right practitioner and to right, find the right, you know, um, just a whole bunch of different things. But um, I was actually nominated in 2019 for this um this conference here in North Carolina it was the exceptional children's I believe it's assistant center ECAC they had for the first time ever a uh, leadership parent leadership summit it was so cool so if you were a parent of a child with any type of diagnosis or teen um you were you could be nominated to go to this conference. And it was only 50 people that, that were from all of North Carolina, um, 50 people. And you spent the weekend with these just leaders in advocacy. It was so cool. And uh, so I was nominated and I was very thankful and appreciative. So I, I went and I made some amazing friends. Um, and most of all, I realized, okay, Everybody that I was talking to about FASD did not know about FASD. So that kind of lit the, okay, we need to have a bigger mouth in this, <laughs> in this <laughs> environment, in this community. And then 
just leaving that conference, I was really, really pumped up. You know, like when you go to a pep rally and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And I I did. And then at the time in 2019, I was volunteering for different nonprofits and I started working in, for my sister-in-law and I helped her get her first book published. And then COVID happened and everything basically, you know, the world stopped and everybody's like, okay, well, how do we advocate? What do we do? What do we advocate? You know, and Zoom and everything. And I was thinking, okay, there, there aren't many FASD podcasts in the world. And I like podcasting because believe it or not, I'm actually introverted. And the thing I like about podcasting is it's really a one-on-one -on -one conversation. You really get to talk to your guest for an hour or what, you know, less than an hour. And that clicked with me, you know? And, and so I started learning more and reading up and everything. And I, I, I started a podcast here in North Carolina state. And then I realized that a couple of things, first of all, I, I, our podcast, you know, my husband and I were talking about starting FASD hope and, it really came about when I realized the thing that was missing from what I was doing was hope. I was talking to people about, you know, being informed and, and education and training and everything, but I knew there was something missing. And that kind of relates to your, 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 uh, you have a question I prepared. I studied for your <laughs> this interview. And there's a question you have down, down, down the pike about something about like, what do I think is a secret? But I think that's one of the parts of what was missing was the hope, you know? So my husband and I started FASD Hope and started it, you know, just, just to get information out there, to get resources out there. And uh, so, so that's really the story the seed was planted in me when our son was hospitalized. It grew at that conference and then it just burst um, during COVID. And uh, I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought that it would be what it is today. And I'm so thankful, so incredibly thankful. And um, I, I wouldn't, again, if you had told me two years ago, this is going to be like the most wild ride of your life. I would have been like, what? But now I'm just, I'm enjoying it. And uh, again, I'm I'm so thankful to have friends and, and advocacy and to be blessed to know people like you. Well, right back at you. And I think it's those little voices, those quiet little voices in trying times that can do great things. And, you know, speaking of great, I mean, you have over 50,000 downloads. This hope that you're bringing with FASD, along with the education and the information, uh, it's resonating. It, it's resonating with people. And and what do you, you you know, you kind of referred to this before, but what do you think the, the secret sauce is to that? So the secret sauce is um, I basically just, I just ask questions and I'm just a mom. And I say that all the time. Anytime I guest on something, anytime I give a presentation, anytime, you know, I'm just, I'm just a mom. I am a mom with lived experience. And I think that resonates with so many of our listeners, whether they be parent advocates or self-advocates or professionals wanting to learn more. I feel like I have a responsibility to ask the questions that parents 
would want me to ask. And, and, and honestly, you know, it's a little bit selfish and I want to ask, you know, I want to know about housing. I want to know about, you know, these topics too. So um, I think the secret sauce, and I love that, is um, one part hope, one part being a parent with lived experience, and then um, a lot of faith, a lot of just kind of giving giving this over and saying, okay, you know, I, I'm I'm just going to let you have a platform to talk about the amazing things that you do. And um, I think the final thing, like to put to put the sprinkles or to put like, you know, the, the garnish on, on the plate. I also I I'm laid back, you know, I, I, I get excited. I do. I mean, like I talk to some guests and it's like, Woo-hoo! you know, like when we do run fast 2022, you know, um, <laughs> when we get excited, we're like, Woo-hoo! I mean, you get me on a pot on a Zoom with Rebecca Tolu and I'm just like, yeah, you know. <laughs> but, but who isn't with Rebecca? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, I think that um the final thing is that um I I'm just I just want to listen. I just want to listen to what our guests have to say. And and I want to I just I'm truly I enjoy it, you know. Um again, it's it's like I I was able to meet them at my local coffee shop for an hour and talk about you know, I mean, how often you get to talk to these, these rock stars in, in the FASD community and out of the FASD community. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's the recipe. And, and then, then a dash of, you know, a dash of wild, <laughs> a dash of wildness, just for fun. Well, and I, I do say that this is extremely, uh, it's an extremely welcoming environment. You know, as somebody who has a, a frequent punch card at this coffee stand, you know, having I'm having coffee you with you, my my friend, Natalie. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I, I was the most frequent guest on FASD Hope and all I got with this was a stinking mug. That's what, <laughs> and then I'm going to make you take a picture of it so we can show it on our social media. There we go. I love that. I love that. I would cherish that mug, you know, and it's fascinating because even though I have never met you in real life, all of those things that you say, you know, the, the, the parsley on the mashed potatoes of being chill and, and just having that, um, you know, the sprinkles on top of the secret sauce. um, I see that so much in, in all of your interactions and, and in your shows, in your episodes and, uh, the, you know, the times I've been lucky enough to be a guest. Um, so I really appreciate that about you. And, you know, looking at hope, hope, I think, and gratitude go hand in hand. And as people with lived experience, again, part of your secret sauce, um, Often we as parents and caregivers, you know, I myself have three kiddos with FASD as well. There's a lot of focus on the negative. There's a lot of focus on this is hard or this is difficult. And for them, there's that focus. And for us, there's that focus at times. And so I really kind of want to shift the shift the frame or shift the lens and talk about what gifts FASD, your experience with FASD and and this experience has given to you? Because I think there are gifts beyond the challenges. And I know that's a hard question, but like you said, you studied. So um... I studied for this pop quiz. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're ready for this moment. <laughs> Bring it on. So the first gift is um, it transformed me. This journey transformed me. I was just kind of moving along in life, just struggling, trying to figure things out. And, um, and then, you know, we brought home our son and then this wild ride began and just everything transpired and, and everything. And then, you know, we got his diagnosis and, and before that, you know, we adopted our daughter, our journey's just been wild. And I think up until two years ago, I kind of thought I knew what I was doing in life, but not so much, you know? Um, and then FASD hope happened and I feel like I just, I feel like God took all of the wild and crazy parts of my life, especially those parts where I struggled and beautifully transformed them into learning experiences so that I could be like, you know, I actually learned from this and I'm still on this road and this is still a hard journey, but I'm learning and, and there's hope in that learning and there's hope in that that having the faith and the fortitude to keep going forward, even on the days when you don't. So I have to say that um, the mind shift, and, and I talk about this with some of our guests and, and, you know, I, 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 uh, I like movies and I, um, one of my husband's and my favorite, you know, trilogy series, well, it's not a trilogy, but we love the matrix. I kind of see this journey as like the matrix, this FASD journey where you kind of just live in and you're doing your thing and everything. And then something happens and it just blows your mind. And okay, you can't go on this journey anymore. Are you going to, which pill are you going to take? And I feel like we <laughs> just like, yeah, no, we took that pill and went in the matrix and it's ugly down there. And it's, but it's a total mind shift. And I think that that probably is the most incredible gift that my life is so much different and our lives are so much different. And that the, with every little pebble, you know, episode, like I like to think of my episodes are like pebbles and I throw them in, in the pond and then you know, some of them make really big ripples and some of them make medium ripples and some of them make a few ripples, but each one of them makes ripples regardless. So um, I'm just thankful that I can, my husband and I can be on this journey and say, okay, you know, we're on this journey too. And uh, we're, we may be up the road ahead of many. And then and, and there's many who are way, who have blazed this trail way before us. But um, I feel like I, I'm just so thankful for the total change that happened in my life I didn't realize how boring my life was and it it, it was and I joke I, I I don't mean boring sitting at home no boring like running to five different doctor's appointments that kind of thing but I didn't realize I think it just everything kind of came together because of this FASD journey and um, I also really want to communicate and I think again um I've said it before is I, I'm just a mom and um, but you know, I think that has some substance and I think people relate to that and I'm not an expert. I'm not 
an educator. I'm not a clinician. I'm just a mom asking questions. So um, that's one of the gifts. And then the other gift is um, if I weren't on this journey, if my husband and I, if our family were not on this FASD journey, we would not have met all of the amazing people, organizations, hear the stories. Um, It's just like, I can't imagine not having done this now, you know, now that we've done this and it's, we're airing this episode, you know, the day before our two year podversary and wow, I'm just, I'm still just like, wow, you know, I'm still like, you know, I'm still like a fangirl, you know, I'm still like, Ooh, I get to talk to this person today. You know, it's, it's, it's super cool. I hear yeah. you with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there are so many amazing people working and living in this field. And it is a joy, honestly, to get to know them and, and hear their stories and, and learn about their journeys. And, and so much of that is facilitated through you and your podcast. And I just really appreciate that. So, you know, speaking of, um, you know, the fangirling or, um, you know, freaking out because there's a rock star on the phone kind of thing. Um, who has been your favorite guest or episode and, and how, how did that show impact you? So did a lot of research on this question because I do have <laughs> a favorite guest, but then I was like, then everybody else is going to be like, oh, so I, I made not only my favorite episode, my favorite guest, but then I also kind of like, I did like, you know, in the high school yearbook, you know, <laughs> the most so-and-so or the most so-and-so I made a list of that because, um, there's just, I can't just limit it to one, to one episode, but I will start out with, um, to answer your question. Um, I think by far the guest who touched me and, um, I cried on his episode, the guest who gave me the most hope, I'm going to start with one and then I'll end with, with the other. So there, there are two actually. So the first one was Lucas Daniel Boyce by far. Um, oh yes. His story gives I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it his story just gives me so much hope as a mom as as a mom reading his book knowing his journey having him on the show and working with him um and knowing you know he's he's on he's a board member now on FAST United Lucas whenever I'm feeling like my mind as a mom is going to go to a dark place and start thinking of those bad thoughts. I think Lucas, I think Lucas's story. And I have his book on my nightstand. Even, even after, you know, I, I, after it's been well over a year since I interviewed him, um, he gives me hope. He really does. And as a podcaster, he's just, he was such a joy to interview because he was one of those guests that just, he was engaged and he just, you know, we, it was this wonderful conversation. It was this wonderful, intimate conversation about overcoming. So Lucas, I love you, buddy. I'm, I'm just, um, I'm so blessed to be able to say that I, I talked with him and, um, he's a fellow warrior in advocacy. So 
Lucas. And now I'm going to go through my little list here. Okay. Funniest episodes. Run Fasty. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's like a party on there. I mean, you get Rebecca and you and me and now Susan Ellsworth. It's it's fun. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So those are my my funniest episode. Um, also, Rebecca, um, the F, the episode that made me realize that FASD Hope could could just do things was Rebecca's episode Tenacity and Hope, because that's where she she and I still have the recording where we talked about the birth of Run Fasty, and she said that was her dream, and then it became a reality. I am so honored that. I have it on recording. It's like, this is when it, this is when it started. This is when the dream, you know, she had the dream, she shared it and then boom. So that was very cool. That's when I realized, wow, okay, we, we could do some pretty, pretty cool things. Um, the episode that I realized we need to do more as an FASD community was one of my first episodes, episode four, FASD and, and grand families with Dr. Glenda Clare. Um, she really talked about how grand families are not supported because, you know, there, if, if a grand family adopts a child, there's no services because they, it's considered a kinship adoption. So there, and this was two years ago and it's still a very, um, it's still a very important topic that I think the FASD community needs to move on is supporting grandparents, of of those kids with FASD because a lot of times they're raising their 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 grandkids. Um okay so an episode where things came to full circle. I learned about like officially learned about FASD when I was reading Linda Rosenbaum's book not exactly as planned. It was a memoir about her her journey and her son's journey. And in that book she talked about Diane Malvin's trying differently rather than harder. So when I got to interview Linda, that was just like amazing. Like, wow, I'm talking to the advocate, the mom who opened my eyes to that matrix and say, okay, this is FASD. This is, this has a name. Here it is. You know, Um, we knew about it in passing. We knew, but that's when we really, when my husband and I read her book, um, you know, our, our son was about 12 at the time. Um, that was where it was like, oh, okay, now, now we know what to do. Now we know what to ask for. So, um, okay. So the episode that the guest that motivated me the most, Emmaus Holder in FASD across America. I mean, the dude biked across America for FASD that (laughs) and I was able to like talk to him when he got to the beach that was like so exciting um most inspiring I have to say I really enjoyed talking with David Deere of Arkansas none for nine he just he was so inspirational to me um I really really just left that episode feeling wow wow what a blessing he is to the FASC community. Um, okay. Most informative, any of Dr. Jared Brown's episodes, any of his episodes, he is just this wealth of information. And I'm so thankful um, that we get to interview him. The most riveting, the, the, the conversation that had me on edge the most was 
Melissa Jacobus and talking about her book, The Accomplice, because <laughs> and if you haven't read it, y'all <laughs> buy the book. I mean, my goodness, she like it, it was like an Oscar winning movie packed into an FASD 101 class. It really was. She just really um, that book was just incredible. And the conversation was incredible, too. Um, let's see. Fun groups. Hawaii FASD. I love them. I love them. That was like one of my my most favorite uh, group episodes. And then Kansas FASD Support Network. That was a fun episode, too. I think we had like 15 or 14 people on there. It was pretty awesome. Um, and then to kind of turn things back around into hope again, my second favorite episode by by just just a little I mean it really I should say they're 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 pretty much tied was Kenny LaJoy it's okay to be you um and then helping him write his book was just an amazing an amazing blessing um and knowing his journey and um just him sharing himself and teaching the world about FASD was great and he's so humble he is so incredibly humble so that's kind of like my <laughs> my long list of superlatives. Natalie's top 100. There you go. <laughs> it's like you're rising on the charts, which is awesome. Well, and I, I loved what you had to say, too, about, um, you know, about Kenny and his journey. And I know you feel very strongly, um, as you said, with Lucas as well, about supporting the voices of people with FASD. And what, in your opinion, are some ways that we as a community can do a better job of elevating their voices, people living with FASD? Because we, we hear a lot from the parents and the caregivers, and that is extremely important, part of the lived experience, part of the journey. But people with the disability, how can we help elevate their voices? So this is where the whole mom slash podcaster line gets blurred because, you know, a lot of these answers we're still on the journey. So I can be like, oh, well, it's because of this. So the first thing, and I kind of gleaned this from one of our episodes is that I really think that we need to have as part, you know, and good Lord willing, the FASD Respect Act is passed, you know, or are in on its way to pass, you know, when we, uh, when, when we air this episode, um, I really think there needs to be stronger support, not only for the entire community, especially for the teens, the young adults, and the adults. I feel like in the community, and this is probably true of many other developmental disabilities, it's all like diagnosis, early intervention, early intervention, okay, school, IEP, boom, 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 and then high school age, and it's like crickets chirping. Where where are the supports? Where are the services? And I can say that even though we homeschooled our son, I can say that where are the adult support services? Where's the mentorship programs? That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see mentorship programs. I'd like to see, you know, more support groups geared towards our teens, adults, young adults in every state. So whether they meet in person or Zoom or both, I really feel that every area of FASD, every 
um, stage of FASD needs to be supported. However, where we're at on this journey, I feel like we absolutely need more support for those young adults, adults who are living this journey and their voices need to be heard and their lives need to be supported. So I think that's one, like something, again, a dream. And I'm putting this out there because, you know, as we know from Rebecca's episode, the dreams do come true. Um, I would love to see like almost like a mentorship buddy kind of program for our teens and young adults, because we know, and now mom to mom, Jen, we know that so often, especially when our kids become older teens, you know, there goes one friend going off to do something. There goes another friend going off to do something. And our kids are on a different timeline when it comes to their, again, I like to say interdependence launch, you know, um, if they had peers that understood or mentors that could get them through those times, I think we would see continued better outcomes. You know, we all want better outcomes. And I think that safety net still needs to be there, but it's going to look different. So, um, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I, I just edited, um, our episode with, with Dr. Kenneth Jones and Andy Torzone and, um, it, having FAC excellence centers in every state. And he, he even was like, let's have five of them in every state. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> because, you know, every state should have like a place where people, families, anyone involved in this community can go to for resources, support, treatment, you name it. So I love that. It's uh, a long know, laundry but... list, isn't it? <laughs> but I think those are some great next big steps to dream for, you know, and, and I, I love that, uh, particularly the piece about mentorship. Yeah. And I, I do love how you have highlighted so many voices uh, with FASD and really helped the community recognize some role models um, because that's something that ha has been lacking, um, having some role models with FASD uh, for our kids to emulate or to, uh, you know, understand where their life can go uh, yeah. in, in a positive way. So I, I love that. You know, we spoke a little bit about Kenny LaJoy and I know your, your interests and your experience um, really run beyond your podcast. I know you're, you're, you're most known for your podcast, but can you talk a little bit about some of the other projects you're working on and, and what has you excited right now that you're working on and, and what are some of your favorite things that you've done? Sure. Wow. <laughs> Life beyond the microphone. Okay. So um, I, I'm honored to be a part of Run FASD. That's just a joy. I look forward to that every year. And, and um, I'm thankful to, to help just to have that continued dream of Rebecca's um, continue. Um, just finishing Kenny's book. That was a, that was a, six, seven month endeavor. It was, it was so awesome. I would love to do something like that again. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're interested, you can, you know, not, not in 2022, I'm, one book a year is good. 
but <laughs> but you know I enjoy that and the whole process like the independent publishing process is really great you know if we can get more people to to share their stories and share their journeys so um, I enjoy doing that um, I'm actually uh, building a community with Sandra Flack uh, of the um, FASD affiliate JFO we're calling it hope for the FASD community and we're we're really just trying to build um, a community we're faith-based and we are supporting um, parents caregivers families and we're you know kind of coming from a from a podcast mom perspective you know we have we've been on this journey both of us for a long time and uh you know it, it's cool how we've kind of set up um what we're doing it's really cool the other thing it's not really FASD related but I also started a second podcast with a couple of friends of mine homeschool mom collaborative what we're doing is we interview uh, homeschool moms around the world, not just moms, dads, grandparents, who are not only homeschooling, but they are doing independent businesses or entrepreneurships or ministries or advocacy. And that's kind of like my fun passion project. And we're we're building a community around that too. So um, yeah. And then, um, I don't know, just life here on the farm. <laughs> Do you sleep? <laughs> I do. I do. Believe it or not, I do. I do. I actually I pass out. <laughs> once I'm asleep, From I'm sheer dead exhaustion. To the world. Oh my goodness, yeah. You can ask my husband. Like once I'm gone, I'm gone. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I cannot wait to hear in a year's time uh what you what you've worked on. And uh it's just exciting to see the movement and growth that is is happening here. Um, and the, the expansion of things. So I, I think it's very, um, it's just exciting to watch. Thank so you. thank you. So looking, you know, we did your list of these are, you know, your, your, your hit parade. I'm dating myself here of uh, <laughs> top episodes and guests you've had on. Um, but, it, and, and I need everybody to listen up here for this one. If you could wave your magic wand or outreach to anybody, anybody on the planet to get them as a guest on your show, who would you want to have and how can we make this happen? And see, I'm so glad you're asking this because you are the person I know that can make so many of these happen. <laughs> Jen's like, it's so funny when Jen and I will text somebody, hey, can I get an interview with so-and-so? She'll be like, I'm on it. <laughs> so I have to say, not only is Jen one of my, you know, she is my frequent guest, but she's also like, she's my matchmaker. It's like, Jen, I need this person as a guest. What can you do? Okay, Nat, no problem. Okay, so here's my list. Here's again. I Hang on, I got to grab a pen. I'm writing this down. <laughs> All right, so. Number one, and I know she's like, I, I know I've, I've already asked several people well-connected with her. I want to interview Diane Malvin. I really do. Her book changed my life and the lives of millions, I think, of people. Um, but I know she's happily retired and, and happily, uh, you know, um, in, in, in a different, um, in a different space now. So, but if, if anybody could make anything that would be like, Oh, I'd love, love to talk to her. So Diane Malvin, 
All right. I've been trying to get this guy for two years and I, I love him. He's a firecracker and I think we would have a good time talking. Miles Himmelreich. Ooh, another good one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love him. I love following him. Reached out. I know he's a busy guy. Okay, now <laughs> and I'm I put on it. it. I, put, I know. <laughs> I was like, Jen, your mission is. <laughs> Should you choose to accept it? That's right. Well, I don't know that I can do all of those on my own, but this is this is where a community this comes is, together. Yep. 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 And Absolutely. I, you know what? I also think so many people would love to hear from them and hear from their journeys and hear about how they contributed to the FASD community and beyond. So I love that. Absolutely. Good list. Nicely done. <laughs> I told you I did my homework for you. Yes, you did. <laughs> So you talk every episode um, on your show uh, about what brings you hope. It's my favorite question you ask on every episode, and we'll get to it, I promise. But I want to shift the focus a little bit because hope comes from being maybe in a dark place and seeing a way out. And that is something in the FASD community we absolutely need. I also feel, though, that sometimes we forget about the joy Mm -hmm. and life is meant to be lived in a joyful manner. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to ask you what in the FASD community or what in your personal experience with FASD brings you joy? And I love this question. I love this question. So it's like hope. And then let's go, we'll we'll kick it up a notch and go into joy. (laughs) I love it. So what brings me joy, a few things. When I talk to fun groups in the FASD community and we have this just this amazing rapport, communication, just we have, it's like we have a party on Zoom. And first comes to mind is run fast 2022. And I think it's just on my brain, you know, because, you know, it, we're airing this in, in FASD Awareness Month and whatnot. But when I get together with you all and and we just talk and laugh and just we're, we're you know, and then we're like, oh, we got to record. That just brings <laughs> me joy when when we have. And that's you know what? Yeah. Now, when I come to think about it, when I'm talking with my guests and I'm having such a good time that I have to say to myself, we need to record this. That is like joy for me because I, again, I'm an introvert. I live out in the middle of the country. I have a very, um, I have a very, my life is very simple and, but it's simple on purpose because we did, we made our lives the way our life is. Uh, Rephrase that. We made our life the way it is because we knew that where we live and what we're doing would help provide the best outcomes for our son. So that's why we have such a simple life. When I went during those moments, when I'm talking with people and I'm like, Ooh, we gotta, we gotta record. We gotta start recording. That's that brings me joy because it reminds me that there's so many amazing people in this community that have so many gifts and are so much fun. You know, I, I really appreciate them just taking time out of their busy day to talk with me. 
So, so that's one of the things that, that brings me joy is just that, that fun rapport, that fun conversation that we're just laughing and it's like, oh yeah, hit record. There we go. Um, and there's actually one time I made the mistake where I did not record an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that guest was so gracious that we re-recorded it and she was fantastic. I'm not going to name her. She knows who she is. Um, but yeah, there was, there were, it happened to me once where I, I forgot to hit record because we were having such a good time anyways. Um, and then the other thing that brings me joy again, and you know, this Jen, when I talk and when I see, and when I just know that people like Lucas and Rebecca and Kenny and all those wonderful self-advocates M Toomey, for example, who, who has this amazing, amazing business now in Maryland, nature's glow candle company. Um, and, and you can visit, if you go onto my socials, you can find her. Um, those beautiful human beings are all examples of the gifts of FASD. And that brings me joy because again, like you said, Jen, the hope, a lot of times you're in a dark place when you're looking for that hope. I know. Cause we still, those dark places are still there. However, um, you know, hope gets us through. And I think joy is like the little extra turbo boost. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> if, if you went to a coffee house and you ordered hope, you know, and it was an extra large and it had plenty of, you know, hope, you know, exchange caffeine for hope. There you go. Joy is like that turbo shot that you put in of caffeine or whatever, to just give it a little <laughs> boom. There you go. So, yeah, yeah, I have to say those moments where I'm like, oh, I got to record. I'm having so much fun. Number one. And and that to me is realizing the amazing people in this community. And then second, again, I keep going back to those amazing. I, I call them superheroes, those amazing young adults, adults who have F, an FASD and who are overcoming and they are an inspiration for me as a mom of a young adult with an FASD. I'm sure they're inspiration for you too. And I, oh, I'm sure beyond a doubt. Yeah. And I, I like how you put that too, though, that it ties back to community because I think that's something that has happened through this show. You know, I went for years as a parent, not knowing any other families like mine not knowing any other people with parenting journeys that were similar to mine, not knowing any other kids or my kids, not even knowing other people experiencing the same things as them. And that joy that you're feeling, it sounds, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like it's really coming from a place of community and something that we are as a movement building where we can come together, be it through FASD Hope podcast or um, even, you know, in person as COVID lets up a bit, hopefully, um, <laughs> over Zoom, what have you. But so we're connected to this broader sense of community. And I really appreciate the vital role that you and FASD Hope play in creating and connecting that community. That is a huge gift 
And that brings me joy, having that community. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And knowing, like you said, too, I mean, you know, simple life out here in the farm country, we don't, (laughs) we, we're not around people a whole lot, but knowing that you all are out there makes me feel less lonely. Knowing that you, you're across the country, but I can text you and you will text me back. That brings me joy, you know, knowing that there are so many people all over the world that I can just text or email or message and they got my back. And that is, I love how this community is just, I feel like we're strengthening with, with every year that passes. I would agree with that. Absolutely. And so necessary. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. It takes a village. I'm so (laughs) glad you're in mine. (laughs) Uh, You know, you're in my tribe. (laughs) So we've come to the point in the episode where we get to ask my absolute favorite question. Natalie, what brings you hope? Mm. So um, I wish I could say my answer was simple, but it's not. It's it's complicated. Well, it's not complicated. It's just complex. So first and foremost, and I've shared this many times, my faith, my faith in God, my faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus, that is my ultimate hope. And I know faith looks different for everybody. And for me, that faith carries me through some very, very dark times. So, so that's number one. Number two is my family. My family gives me hope. Even in those really rough times, and we still have plenty of them, where I'm just like worried about what's going to happen next. That's when, again, I have to go back to number one and say, I just, I got to let it go. I can't, I, I got to let it go. It's going to be okay. Um, my husband gives me a lot of hope. I'm very thankful. Um, I know a lot of people listening and I know Jen, you and I have talked about this. This journey can either make or break a relationship. It can make or break a marriage. And I'm couple times we've come pretty close to the, to, you know, to the, the not so good part. Um, I'm thankful that this has made us stronger and that my husband carries hope for me when I can't. And we, and I do the same for him, you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening that I, I pray can say the same thing that you have a partner, that you have some support that, Sometimes you can't carry your hope. Sometimes you need somebody else to carry it for you. And um, if you have a hope buddy, <laughs> as I like to say, if you have a hope buddy, and I actually have a bunch of them, I'm very thankful, not just my husband. I would consider Jen to be one of my hope buddies, Rebecca Tolu to be one of my hope buddies, Sandra Flack to be one of my hope buddies. Um, when you have buddies in hope that are on this journey and in the trenches with you, that can say, okay, I got you. That to me um, makes me hopeful because I know that I'm not alone. And that would be number three. Knowing that I'm not alone on this journey gives me a whole lot of hope. It really does. And I think that's the reason why John and I started FASD Hope two years ago. We knew that, wow, 
there's all these people out here that we didn't we weren't aware about let let's share these resources let's start and, and you know and just things snowballed and snowballed and snowballed knowing that you're not alone gives you a lot of hope because like you said Jen you have that community you have that strength you have that team that's 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 behind you um so when the really really bad stuff either starts creeping in or starts trying to get back in your mind you can say, you know what, I got somebody who's going through this or who's been through this. And when you can say that, then then there's hope in that, that somebody else can help you through it. I told you my answer was complicated <laughs> or complex. Complex. Complicated, but simple at the same time. You know, I, I think I, I love that. And I think the hope it gives me and the hope I'm hearing from you and the hope I feel for people um, who are maybe listening who don't feel like they have that person to carry hope for them, it's coming. This community is building and growing. Um, definitely, you know, FAS, I can see FASD Hope podcast being a huge part of that. The community is growing. The community is moving forward. And that gives me hope that those people out there that don't have someone to carry hope for them right now, it's coming. We're here. Reach out to us. Yeah. Reach and, out and to us. We're, we're working for that. So thank you. Hashtag and, uh, hope buddy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, I always have to make a hashtag. Every episode you're in with me, it's like, Jen, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag hope buddy. I, I really like that. We might have to go somewhere with that. Uh, you know? <laughs> You never know. <laughs> Love it. Oh, well, Natalie, thank you so much. I am so honored and grateful that I got to have this conversation with you around your your you know your two year podversary, um, and and just be carrying some hope with you on this journey that you're on. And um, on behalf of the community, I just want to give a big heartfelt thank you for the work you're doing and for the hope you bring and the joy you bring. Um, because with that hope, there is an awful lot of joy. And um, I just see things getting better and bringing hope. So thank you and congratulations on this this huge milestone. Um, thank you. Well deserved. Thank you, my friend. And I, again, I wouldn't pass the microphone to anybody else but you. <laughs> That's a dangerous thing you did there, but I think we did okay. <laughs> I think we did great. You make a fantastic guest host. Well, I learned from the best. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to FASD Hope with Natalie Becchione. If you like our show and want more information, check out FASDHope.com or please leave us a five-star rating and review and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you join us again next week and remember to be informed, take care, and always have hope.